Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. We're discovering this week all about the kingdom of God. What is it? Where is it? And we're going to talk today about how Jesus taught about the kingdom of God. What we have to understand is that Jesus preached about the kingdom. And when he sent the disciples out, he told them, go and preach the gospel of the kingdom of God. Now, he then performed what we call signs or wonders or miracles. But what are these signs of? They're signs of the presence of the kingdom. They're signs that validate the authenticity of what Jesus and the disciples were preaching. So Paul says an interesting thing towards the end of the letter to Romans, that he would not have fully preached the gospel if there had not been signs and wonders. I personally believe that every time we preach the gospel, we should expect the Spirit of God to move in such a way that the supernatural power of God is being released among people. I would never, ever preach the gospel without giving opportunity for the Spirit of God to move in the hearts of people, in the lives of people, and usually in in their bodies as well uh, to bring healing. Because I believe that the, only in that way do we fully preach the gospel. So when we talk about Jesus preaching the gospel, he preached it in word and in deed, in what he said and in what he did. Um, we are going to focus, first of all, on what he said, remembering what Paul said, that the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. You can't just leave it as a matter of talk. There must be the evidence of the power that backs up what you preach. And perhaps some people don't preach the gospel of the kingdom very much because they don't, well, they lack the power. Uh, or the faith to see the power of the kingdom being released. But there's no need to lack the power, is there? No, there's not. And we'll come on to that. We'll see that in due course. But we'll, we'll just focus, first of all, because you see, the power is released by the preaching of the truth of the kingdom. If you don't preach the truth of the kingdom, then you don't see the power of the kingdom. So it's important to, to speak uh, the reality of God's kingdom being present amongst us, if we're going to also be able to exercise the authority of the kingdom and then see the power of the kingdom. Um, what we have to understand, you see, is that you don't see the power without exercising the authority. But the authority begins by what you say, by what you speak. Um, everybody who listened to Jesus preaching was struck by the authority with which he spoke. Even the crowds of people that were not sort of um, theologically trained, they could see that Jesus preached with an altogether different authority from their other religious leaders. And, you know, they actually, some of their comments are recorded in the Gospels. What is this? A new teaching and with authority. And even, even those that wanted to close Jesus' ministry down, even the Pharisees and the, the teachers of the law, 
who were really upset with Jesus. Um, they had to acknowledge that he spoke and therefore acted with authority. And so they questioned him, where do you get this authority from? Who gave you the authority? Where have you received the authority to do these things? But they could see that the key was the authority. Now, if the kingdom is, as we've seen already this week, not a place but the rule or the reign of God, what gives you the ability to rule or reign? That you have authority. A king has authority to reign. He has an authority to rule over his kingdom. Uh, that was much more the case, of course, in Jesus' time than uh, the people who are uh, monarchs these days, very few of whom actually rule. There, is, there are governments and, and so on in place who, who do that. But, which is the case in our own nation of Great Britain. We have a queen, and she reigns, but she doesn't really rule. The, um, the rule, the ruling of the nation is done through parliament. But both these, both these um, uh, things were contained in what it meant to be a king in the time of Jesus. The king would both reign and rule. And, of course, for hundreds and hundreds of years, that was the case with the monarchs in, in Great Britain. They both ruled and reigned. And sometimes, of course, there were the great conflicts between, well, is Parliament going to rule or is the king going to rule? So <clears throat> we understand that wherever there is kingship, there is the ability to reign and to rule. So um, there has to therefore be the exercise of authority. You can't reign without exercising authority. You can't rule without exercising authority. So the power that is manifested is manifested when the king exercises the authority to rule and reign. So we have to begin with the good news of the kingdom, the message of the kingdom, the words of the kingdom, we have to see what authority is given to us through what Jesus taught about the kingdom. Then we have to learn how do we exercise that authority so we see the power of God, the power of the kingdom being manifested. So this is a whole process. And it's a process we see working all the time, right from the beginning of, of the ministry of Jesus. You see, obviously, he is, he is the king. He is the top one in the kingdom. So what we see is right from the beginning, he teaches the kingdom. He exercises the authority of the kingdom. And so you see in his ministry, right from the beginning, the power of the kingdom. People are healed. People are set free from demonic powers. People are delivered. So uh, this whole process was happening all the time through Jesus' ministry. He didn't have a, a period of teaching followed by a period of understanding the authority followed by a, power of, a, a, a period of exercising the power as that authority was used. No, the whole thing was there right from the beginning. And you see, he spent a little time teaching the disciples about the kingdom, but it wasn't long before he was sent them, sending them out. And he sent them out with the whole package. Uh, he said, you know, go and preach the gospel of the kingdom of God, heal the sick, raise the dead, 
cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. Now, what had they received? They'd received the life of the kingdom. They'd received the authority of the kingdom. So they'd received the power of the kingdom. So Jesus said, off you go and you do it. And not only the 12, he sent the 72 out uh, with similar authority. And they came back, you see, absolutely overjoyed, saying, Lord, it works. Even the demons submit to us. We even see that we have the authority and the power to overcome the forces of evil that are working in people's lives. And do you think one of the keys to understanding this authority, as you have described it, is is that we have to understand the, the, the dimension of the spiritual world? Uh, if you don't, then you don't understand the gospel at all. Because, you see, Jesus said, didn't he, at the time of his trial, my kingdom is not of this world. Um, the accusation that was laid before Pilate was that Jesus was the king of the Jews. And he, Pilate asked him directly, are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus answered, it is as you say. But at the same time, you see, Jesus was also making it clear, but my kingdom is not of this world. It's a spiritual kingdom. It's not a territorial kingdom. And uh, so uh, the government of God is a government through the Holy Spirit, not a government through political means. Now, you see, Islam is different from Christianity in this respect, that Islam wants to set up uh, Islamic governments that have, therefore, control over Islamic nations. Now, that's very different from uh, the concept of the kingdom of God that Jesus is, is teaching, because he doesn't tell us to set up secular governments. When Christians have tried to do that, it's always failed in the end. I mean, you could say that that, um, that that's what was happening in the uh, as a result of the, the Civil War in the 1600s. Uh, but you see, you cannot codify the kingdom of God into a system of government. That just doesn't work because it is a spiritual kingdom. And therefore, what Jesus was doing was not just talking about political issues. In fact, he, he tended to avoid all such things as that. Um, he was aiming for the heart because he knew that if you get the hearts right, the hearts of people right, then everything else will flow from that. The right way to live, the right way to speak, the right way to relate, the right way to govern, the right way to submit to authority, everything flows from the heart being right. The, the law, you see, was a religious system that sort of kept people under control until the time when the Messiah would come, Jesus would come, and make it possible for people to have new hearts, a new spirit within them, the kingdom of God established in their lives so that now they could do the will of God, not just as a result of obeying laws, but because they were motivated by what God had put within their hearts. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 